Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode is about the Oscars, recapping this year's Oscars and also comments about how it can be better in the future. Enjoy! Hey folks, it's Tony the Movie Guy. Before we start the episode, a quick message from our sponsor. So, Great Oral Health. I've talked about these guys a few times. These are probiotic, like, chews, like tablets. They're actually really good for you. They taste good. Uh, You take them at the end of the day before you go to sleep. You wake up in the morning and your significant other is going to thank Great Oral Health tremendously for your excellent breath in the morning. Uh, This is a product I've used for over a year nearly. I I love it. I couldn't recommend it more, uh, which is why I'm really happy to have them as our sponsor on the show. So go to www.greatoralhealth.com and use the special promo code to get 15% off your next order. That's G-O-H- 2019. G-O-H 2019. That's great oral health. Check them out. Now, on with the show. Evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Tony the Movie Guy, and Miss Money Annie is already laughing at me. Good evening. <laughs> That's how you sound it. Greetings and salutations. I think this is the funnest part of the entire podcast. Welcome to the show. Hey guys. Yo. Hi, Miss Money Annie. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm great. You were in Sandy, no, Seattle. Really? For the really? weekend. Yes. Seeing I one was. of our great friends. It was so. You had a good time? So much snow. I got almost stuck in a snowstorm. It was yeah, the amazing. the weather is being crazy right now oh in LA. God. We're on a tangent. But I mean, it was snowing in Malibu. I know. For Los Angeles, that's insane. Everything went upside down, inside out. Everyone went crazy. So bizarre. Anyway. Okay. So on this evening episode of Tony the Movie Guy... Why do we have such a weird, like, voice right now? <laughs> you sound like a uh, presenter of a kid's show. I know. <laughs> like Sheldon presenting a kid's show. I love Sheldon. He's my hero. Okay, so we're going to recap the 2019 Academy Awards. Yes. Uh, we'll go through, like, the, the major categories. We'll talk about kind of uh, what we what we liked, anything we didn't like, uh, all the controversy surrounding these Academy Awards. Um, we'll just kind of go through it because you, you have to you have to recap yeah. the Oscars. And honestly, I'm kind of excited this year. I remember last year, you and I were both kind of it was bummed, a bit, down in the dumps. It was too political. And we we kind of didn't like it. Well, it as I've, better this year. As I've said, the Oscars every year is like the summation of... All of the films, all of the acting, all of the performances for that year. And it really is a great celebration. Exactly. And it's the best way to celebrate your, your love of film. And I remember, I mean, I've been watching the Oscars since I was a kid. And totally. it has 
always been an event for me yeah. with my family. And, and I remember the good old days with Billy Crystal hosting oh, yeah. and, you know, even Hugh Jackman, so who was an good. amazing host. Yeah. And, you know, the days of Bob Hope even before that, because I'm old. Um, and <laughs> yet say I know that. it's waned in the years. It really has. And I find myself getting less and less excited, almost to the point that this year I was like, you know what, maybe I'm going to skip the Oscars. Right. Uh, yeah. But I didn't. Uh, and you're right. Last year's were just, they were just kind of surreal and they're, they're so long and they just, I don't know. You don't see the same enjoyment that you used to. Cause yeah. you're right. Everyone also is trying to kind of sell their agenda yep. and uh, it just gets a bit strange. It, it, it turned from a beautiful celebration of the movies and film into something else. And yeah. So, I mean, let's start by discussing that because before the Oscars even aired, it was so shrouded in controversy, <laughs> yeah. which is why I was so turned off. Oh, totally. I, first, no host. Right. So it started with, well, first it started with Kevin Hart getting the gig as the host of the Oscars, which, by the way, used to be one of the most coveted gigs ever. Oh, yeah, totally. And then some tweets or something jokey made years ago oh, got yeah. brought out in the open on social media and there was a big controversy. So then they let him go or he stepped down. Something like you that. You know, and yeah. then for weeks and weeks, it was like, who is going to host the Oscars? And Ellen DeGeneres had him on her show and tried to get him to, you know, come back. And he was like, he just mm. wouldn't he do was it. Done. I, I, I think he dodged a bullet. I'm not going to lie. I agree. And then they ended up, this is the first Oscars in like, you know, 30, 40, 50 years that has been hostless. And honestly, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. It, it I mean, it, cut down 30 minutes it yep. made it go brisker and it, it I, I mean put it this way I didn't miss I didn't miss the host. it no I did miss those cool intros that yeah. they do sometimes yeah. but again those have been hit and miss in the years yeah, totally. but in the days of Billy Crystal they would do those whole like opening yeah. montages or oh, oh, Hugh Jackman with that whole song and dance Broadway number performance. right yeah I miss that, that kind of thing yeah. um, but you're right it, it was funny after all of that hoopla mm -hmm. it kind of didn't really matter I agree with you um, so that was that with the hosts and then I don't know what was going on with the academy itself you know it's like whoever was controlling this the, the the people responsible just were like on vacation you know so maybe you don't know all these other details no, but, tell me well there was this popular award oh that yeah, they, yeah they kind yeah. of no, put their feelings out and this, everyone totally. went nuts over that it was like this is stupid so then you know the the, uh, the academy like retracted that then there were the four categories that they That's said that right. weren't going to be um, awarded live on the, the presentation, which included cinematography, Ridiculous. You know, makeup, costume design, you know, sound editing, just insanely popular, yeah. you know, categories that make or break movies. And of course, everyone went ape shit over that. So then the Academy was like, oops, actually, we are going to do it. <laughs> so there was all this stuff going on, you know, and then you're right. Then you've got politics because, you know, obviously yeah. Trump is the president, whether you like or not, he, he is. is. <laughs> and, you know, Hollywood just cannot stand that. So, you know, some of my favorite comedians, like I, I used to watch Jimmy Kimmel all all the time, you know, yeah. and his after show after the Oscars. I used to oh, love it I a bit. Even watch it. And well, me neither, because Jimmy Kimmel, he's just like a bench for politics now. And right. all he does is bash Trump. I'm not even pro Trump, by the way. Yeah, it's just it's regardless I'm, I'm of Switzerland. That. <laughs> but it's like, dude, just go back to 
being what you are, which is funny, yeah. and do what you do best. So you're right. It's all shrouded in political drama and all this yeah. controversy. Racial drama. If oh, it's my not, God. If there's not enough. Remember right. the year where it was all about we did not give enough uh, awards to African-Americans yeah. that year? Not enough black people or got Oscars. Not enough white women. people got Oscars. <laughs> not enough women got Oscars. You know, look, I love it's everyone. It's about the movies. Well, by the way, this year, African-Americans killed slayed. it. They yeah. killed it. And it was well-deserved. Absolutely. And so did, uh, you know, a lot of amazing women. Yeah, and Asians. uh, Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So it was definitely very political correct. Yeah, anyway, it really needs to go back to basics, which is, uh, you know, mankind loves movies. Movies is something I think all of us, you know, good, bad, ugly, enjoy films. Absolutely. Let's just go back to celebrating and loving movies. Agreed. Um, so yeah, there was Billy a... Crystal. Where are we? We want yeah. you back. Well, see, I, well, they actually did bring him back some years yeah, ago, I and, it, that. and it didn't do oh, very it didn't well. Quite work, huh? Well, because he's done it like fifteen times. It does see, need kind of a new, fresh yeah. take. I don't know. They need to work it out. And again, as you said, I don't even know that we are totally beholden to having to have a host. We're yeah. not. Um, but anyway, so this year's Oscars. Because there was no host, it was like a brisk three hours, which is still quite long. (laughs) Um, But you did notice the pace. It was faster. Um, And I liked what they did. They had just all kinds of actors and actresses, musicians, um, you know, famous sports people, even politicians, all come up and present different segments of the show. And they had some good comedy sprinkled within that as if they were hosts you know exactly like when they brought up tina fey and um so did you like that a lot of people loved that intro it was maya rudolph tina fey and amy poehler they kind of it almost made people think well why didn't they just make them the host right I thought they were okay, and I loved those ladies, but I didn't think they were wonderful. So the first few minutes, I was like, oh, this is falling flat for me, and then they kind of ended strong. So yeah. I was I was in the middle. People liked them, yeah. you know, and actually they kind of did make a few political jabs. I didn't really um, get them. Whatever. <laughs> um, I thought they did fine. I mean, I liked them. So let's go right into kind of that, like the highlights, the lowlights sure. of the different segments. Before we go into the actual categories, um, I definitely want to discuss those, the winners, losers, um, what you think were like snubs and so on we'll definitely discuss that um for me yeah i i enjoyed them and you know you had it was interesting pair-ups yeah like there was a congressman in there you had tom morello from rage against the machine who presented one of the films which he actually did a good job but i just it was kind of random i really like chalice theron and uh who was she with who was she with i've just forgotten it was someone way taller than her oh really I mean, there were so many pair-ups. It, it really, it worked really well for me, and I really. Oh, um, Melissa McCarthy in the whole. Well, I was going to talk. Oh, I'll get oh. to that because that was like one of my favorites. It but then so you had funny. like Jason Momoa with oh, uh, Helen Mirren. Yeah, but yeah, so I the highlights that. for me was uh, Wayne and Garth reunion. Oh, I that loved was so good. Mike Myers and yeah. Dana Carvey. I thought they were like, "You're going to spew, spew in this." You know, so good. I thought they were fantastic. Yeah. It made me just longing for Wayne's World Absolutely. Three. Absolutely. I'm so into nostalgia. I'm I was, a sucker for that. I was immediately, I turned to my friends. I'm like, I have to rewatch Wayne's World right now. Yeah, they, they did a great job. Uh, they totally could pull off a, a third Yeah, film. and they did a really nice nod, obviously, right to Queen, who yeah. who, who, who smiled and acknowledged the ones in the, you know, the, the, in the front row. They loved yeah. it. Well, and, you know, Mike Myers was in the film. Yeah, As exactly. a nod to that song, Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, it's true, I don't know if you know this, when Wayne's World came out, 
Bohemian Rhapsody got like a rebirth. Yeah. It yeah. went straight to number one Again, in the charts yeah. in the in UK and US. It, it you know, it found a whole new generation of fans, that song, it's just from that movie. Yeah. Uh, I won't lie, that's what popularized the song for me. Totally. And I knew Queen before that. Um but yeah, I'll kind of cap off mine and any others you sure. you remember say for sure. But um I absolutely love them. And then yes, uh, it was Melissa McCarthy and then uh Brian Tyree Henry mm-hmm. is the other actor who came on stage and just <laughs> killed it with such deadpan <laughs> conviction in the because yeah. the, they were presenting costume design yeah. and they were wearing I didn't even realize this they were wearing a conglomeration of every costume from every movie no they were that's what they were wearing that's you why know, the bunnies on her dress the, which is from the, favorite. from the favorite he was wearing mary poppins i and, didn't get that and they had and they had something from mary queen of scots oh, I didn't and get that. neither did i i just thought they were wearing these absolutely outrageous <laughs> but what was so perfect i think what really sold it was melissa mccarthy who god bless her i love her <laughs> a bit so who was also oscar nominated for a very serious role right. that evening was deadpan the entire time she and she was highlighting how you know costume design is very subtle you know and it's exactly. the little nuances that make a difference and yeah. meanwhile they just had she said it was hours of preparation oh, getting those costumes on I that, that i absolutely loved That's like brilliant. i was i was dying with that and then of the performances there were the musical performances that weren't memorable but the one that everyone is talking about obviously mm-hmm. which we'll talk about a bit more as well in the categories was bradley cooper and lady gaga that heat on stage the sexual oh. chemistry yeah and obviously they're making so much more out of it than there making is such a big deal out of honestly it. they what i get uh I know everyone wants them to have like this crazy secret love affair, which is really not very nice towards his wife, but... He's not married, by the way. He's not? No, no, he's married. He's They uh, have kids. No, 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 no. Eh? He's dating a supermodel, oh. like a Victoria's Secret supermodel. So I think he's okay. Yeah. Anyway, I... Who was there in the audience exactly. with his mother? She kissed him before he went yeah. up. Um, I totally thought he was married. I don't know why I thought that. But... He was married before he got oh, divorced. Okay, and she okay. just broke off her engagement. That's also why everyone's like, ooh. <laughs> Well, I think they just have incredible chemistry. They Mm -hmm. have incredible respect for each other. And that can be more than just any kind of sexual tension. You know, they're brilliant friends. And she talks about him with such respect. He talks about her with such respect. And to me, that performance was beautiful and nothing other than beautiful yeah so they performed Shallow together, which is the, the song from the film A Star Is Born. Um, and here's here's what pisses me off. You're completely right. Everyone on social media is a gag about how, you know, they were literally having multiple orgasms <laughs> while watching it, you know, and, you know, oh, yeah. they must be banging each other. And blah, blah. Totally. You know, it could be possible they just love and admire and respect each other. Exactly. That is possible. You know, and I think I even commented on that and people were like, <laughs> like, no one could have that. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And don't get me wrong. Their chemistry was palpable. It, it, I mean, it, it was electric. It was steamy. Yeah. It really was. Now, I've also seen clips of them together talking about each other, like you just said. And I saw when she did her Vegas show when she brought him up. And it was very similar. And a lot of people obviously haven't seen sure. that. Um, they've just They just see this one clip of yeah. them performing together. 
Anyway, yeah, it's like, yeah, it was it was very hot and sexy. It was also very emotional, very moving, and plus they're performers. That's how you perform right, a love song. Actors, <laughs> yeah, maybe they maybe that's what they were going for. Of course, you know, so they hit the nail on the head either way. Yeah, but come on, people, let's I grow loved up. it. It was beautiful. <laughs> oh, it was the most memorable performance yeah. of the live performances. Honestly, no disrespect to them, I don't even recall the other ones. You didn't like the Queen opening. Oh, it was uh, exactly with so. Lambert? Right, so it opened with Queen with I really um, liked it. Brian May, Roger Taylor, Adam Lambert. It was it was okay. I liked it. It was so fast, but it, it got so... everyone off their seats and happy. That yeah. was kind of cool. Like everyone I... was o- o- automatically totally reminiscent. And I guess here's the problem. I mean, Brian May shreds on guitar. He's mm-hmm. amazing, but him and Roger Taylor, you know, they're no Rolling Stones. They're of like course. in their 70s and they, they can't jump up and down like Jagger. No, um, and, and I mean, come on. Adam Lambert, God bless him. He yeah. has a great voice, but you know, he's no, he'll he's never no be Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Yeah. Exactly. So it's funny you say that because I forgot that they opened That's with funny. Queen, which I did was like incredible. It. I did yeah. like it. Though. I think it was kind of mixed. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of forgettable. Uh, and then that performance from Cooper and Gaga doing shallow just blew everything yeah. out of the water i mean i think that's going to be uh remembered for many years people hopefully will stop yapping on about the, the sexual tension but <laughs> i think the the actual performance itself was stunning watch in a month we're completely wrong and they're together yeah. um, which is possible of course which is, is possible you know and i i won't lie they look great together I mean, totally but i'm just saying it's it's uh, <laughs> it is possible they just really admire or respect each other exactly. and as you said they're very good actors. Yeah. They know what they're going for. I also really liked, you wouldn't have particularly been into this, but they did um, a performance from the Ballad of Buster Scrubs, the country performance they did. It's from, oh. I liked it. Have you I'm seen the film? Fan. No, I didn't like it. See, I like that song <laughs> sung by the actor in the movie, but uh, yeah, I didn't like the performance by them. See, I wouldn't it, have It known. sounds like those two are really famous, like yeah, cowboy and, yeah, singers. Cowboy sorry, singers. I, I can't stand country. My I'm gosh, sorry, Tony, people. My gosh, Sarah Beth Fisher, I apologize. Who were they? Um, I don't remember their oh. names. <laughs> Because oh, I, I was I was being distracted a lot when that song was on, but I really liked how it sounded. But they were very famous country, country singers, singers, apparently, yeah. not cowboy singers. Anyway, <laughs> um, okay, good. And then, look, I do like the fact that, you know, not only did a big culturally significant African-American movie like Black Panther, but a superhero movie totally. got so much acclaim. I mean, it got like 11 Oscar nominations and it ran away. I mean, it wasn't bad with three wins, which for a, a Marvel superhero totally. movie is pretty amazing. It and it won, won for the valid, valid Right, because it won for yeah. original score. It yeah. won for costume design and production design. Which totally. Which it was totally merited. I, I mean, love that movie. I, you I know how much back, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I look back at the music and the costume and, yeah. uh, and the production design design it was it absolutely was worthy and deserved it agreed so i was very happy for that and two of the people that won those oscars were females absolutely african-american females so that was fantastic and you're right i mean uh, come on i mean the the african-americans dominated the oscars this year absolutely and well deserved that's the thing about the oscars whether you're, you're black white yellow whatever color you are yeah you know i like when the oscars go back to just acknowledging talent yeah. and what was so great is the the people that won here really were worthy of it and these sure. were good films it was a better selection this year i think especially than last year speaking of that you may, may be getting to this uh, i didn't see black klansman do you feel that was well deserved because i didn't oh, see 
yeah. yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah. really know if that was well-deserved oh. with Spike Lee. Well, I told you about Black Klansman. A I, little bit. Oh, no, I saw that movie. It's a solid movie. Okay. I enjoy it. What's jarring about that movie is it's funny. It's like oh, a really? comedy, but it's quite jarring. But it, you know? that's kind of Spike Lee. Yeah, it? and then yeah. it does have quite a political message sure. at the end and all of that. Uh, Spike Lee is a very revered director who's been around for 40 years. Right. Uh, I haven't seen all of his films, but I've seen a dozen and like Do the Right Thing as mm-hmm. a, a, a masterpiece. Malcolm X with Denzel is an absolute seen masterpiece. Um, and Spike Lee's never won an Oscar. So yeah, he won screenplay for Black Klansmen. So I think that was absolutely worthy. Yeah. Um, that okay, was, good. That, that was a, a great win. And I was very happy for him. And also that was adorable. Sam Jackson presenting the award spike lee literally leapt on sam jackson like a little child wrapped his legs around him so that was pretty cool that was really cute i love seeing that yeah okay good well look unless you have any other comments of specific highlights uh, i'm going to go through kind of the categories well my absolute favorite you're going to mention which was olivia coleman's speech right so i'll get to that okay yeah i'll get can i go on a roll when we get to that? absolutely yeah so i'm going to go through the categories just follow my lead and then we'll, we'll kind of discuss debate and talk about what we like didn't like on it um but yeah so here are the different categories that i want to kind of highlight in this recap so first and foremost best picture so we had roma black panther bohemian rhapsody the favorite black klansman green book vice and a star is born those were the nominees for this year. And as I said, I think it was a, a better year than the year before. Yes. Where there were a lot of films that were just kind of like, Meh. quote unquote, made for Oscars, yeah. but weren't as rewatchable. So, I mean, Black Panther, Absolutely very enjoyable amazing. film. Roma, a very interesting movie. You haven't seen it yet, no. right? And I'm going to now. It's a three hour movie. It's on Netflix about almost nothing. Isn't it about a Mexican family that lives in it's Rome? A, it's about, no, it's in Mexico, uh, Mexico oh. City. It's, oh, it is. it's Yeah, it's just called Roma. It's about a maid. Uh, living with this family and what they go through and that's all it's about and it goes on for three hours and somehow it's beautiful and it held my attention from beginning to end and and it was a good film and i mean it's got some gorgeous cinematography it's just i don't know it's it's a film that you can tell is kind of made from the heart it was very personal the netflix production yeah the the director alfonso Cuarón. i think it was somewhat maybe autobiographical um and it really highlights you know mexico city and it was just a gorgeous film bohemian rhapsody i think was like aside from like a marvel film like avengers infinity Mm -hmm. war was like the most popular movie of the year i loved it celebrating Freddie Mercury, Queen, one of the greatest rock and roll bands. Uh, I've seen it three times. It, it's just it. a, it, it's a f- solid film elevated by just a sublime Rami Malek. Yeah, and it leaves you so happy and, and very Somewhat, satisfied. Yeah. I mean, satisfied, of course it's sad, definitely. but it's satisfied. Entertained. Yeah. Um, the favorite, which I haven't seen and I I'm have. frustrated that you have, I which it. is uh, Yorgos Lanthimos and, and the cast of actresses for me as the Paul, oh, Olivia Coleman, uh, Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz. Um, I'll let you talk about that because you've actually seen it. Well, it, it I can't was, wait to watch it. <laughs> it's actually very surprising to me. Um, all three of those actresses to me could have won best actress well they were all nominated for those roles and they you know i've heard so many podcasts of each of them talking about each other and how much they respect each other they became very close friends really close and and when you see the film you'll understand why i mean it's it's all about them right everyone else in that film is kind of like whatever 
and they are all such great conniving characters i mean rachel and emma stone are these very conniving characters for the queen's affection for queen right? anne. Yeah. and this is a funny thing the it's story based on a true story well, right queen anne was this very um unknown kind of queen yeah. because she was nuts very sick she was sick uh mentally and physically and very crazy and she lost 17 children 18 very, wow very tragic which was yeah. where the the whole bunnies thing is. I don't know if you know that in no, the film. No, don't tell me. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's I know connected there's something the about kids. bunnies. Um, bunnies and hand jobs, apparently. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but the film is. I mean, it's it's his style of filming, so it's very um, different. It's very quick-witted that the script is what i think you will right. really appreciate it i thought so it would have won good. but it didn't yeah i know i was i was actually surprised obviously i also haven't seen green book so i couldn't yeah you know but i really 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 liked it did you see the lobster yet no oh. you keep telling me to well but that, I that's haven't. the film of his that i really love you'll like, love the that favorite. film i i, I love i'm pretty I'm, certain i'll love the favorite the killing of a sacred deer was, was weird it, well it was just it wasn't great and then Dogtooth is super weird those are his other films mm. um anyway we'll move on green book um one yes and that was apparently a huge upset uh, everyone thought Roma was going to win. Really? Uh, yeah. Now, I don't fully understand this uh, because apparently they're saying it's the worst film to what? ever win Best Picture. And, and this is where when the media just have a fucking field day and yeah. people get so politically incorrect. And it's kind of like, what's right and wrong these days? This is a film about a black gay man and this Italian guy who starts off being kind of racist and how they form this friendship and bond. Sounds like and a good it movie. sounds like the film is all about love and everyone who's seen it absolutely loves it. And it was yeah. a big hit. It was critically and commercially successful yet somehow the, the media still find a way to shit all over. Now I haven't it's seen ridiculous. the film. Yeah. I need to watch it. It's one of the few ones I haven't seen along with the favorite um, Vigo, I love. I love Vigo. Uh, yeah. Maharshara Ali, I absolutely love. Linda Cardinelli. Anyway, I, I don't know. So it was apparently a huge upset that it won. I'm happy that it won, and it doesn't. It sounded like a positive message, right? You know, and I mean, um, like we can all live together, kind right? Of thing. And Octavia and... Spencer, another amazing Af uh, African American actress, uh, executive produced it. Maharshala Ali. I don't get it. Anyway, yeah. it, it sounds it's always amazing. an agenda being pushed by well, somebody. Apparently, the guy that Maharshala Ali played, apparently his family weren't consulted and weren't involved in the movie. Okay. And it was the son of the the you know the guy that Vigo plays that wrote this script with Peter Farrelly, the Farrelly brothers of oh. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Isn't that funny. funny? And there's something about Mary, and now he's a oscar-winning best picture how director funny. it's so crazy anyway that's green book Fine. so it won i'm happy for it sure. um and then the final two for best picture was vice with christian bale which i i also haven't seen and then a star is born which is was a brilliantly made film but very somber yeah it was quote unquote like an oscar movie um it was beautifully done it was it's also the fourth iteration of a star is born Correct. so that's why for me it was i enjoyed it i thought bradley cooper was sensational and lady gaga it, killed it yeah it established that she absolutely could act and i already know she's an incredible performer yeah um okay so those are all the best picture nominees and uh the win went to green book yeah okay good so looking at the next categories we have 
Best Director. So the the nominees were Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Adam McKay for Vice. Mm. Adam McKay did, I think, like Step Brothers and films like right. that. Right. You know, so it's almost the same as like Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips is a different one. Um, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite, and Powell Paulikowski for Cold War, which is a film that came out of nowhere. No Never is. even heard of it, but someone campaigned hard for the Oscars. <laughs> um, so Alfonso Cuaron won for Roma. Um, and again, you haven't seen this. Uh, it, I can see that film was really a love letter to Mexico. Uh, I could tell it was very personal. And, and it's just, it's such a an interesting film. Okay. Watch it. See cool. if it engrosses you. It's its three hours long about almost nothing. All and, right. and I enjoyed it. I didn't, I didn't love it. Like some people worship this film, but I do appreciate its art cool. and how it was made with so much love and passion. Um, so that's director, um, good old Alfonso Cuaron, and I love him as a director. He's fantastic. Um, best song. So you had Shallow from Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. She won the Oscar for it. Very, very um, deserved in my opinion. Absolutely. To me, that was a shoe-in. Um, I actually don't even remember the other songs. There was one from like, you know, yeah, the Buster of Ballad yeah. Scruggs and from Black Panther and yeah. stuff. But um the song was amazing. And again, we, we've talked about it. That Their performance just kind of blew everything out, out of this world, out of the water. It really was incredible. Um, best original music score. Um, so you had Black Panther, you had Black Klansman, Mary Poppins Returns, Isle of Dogs, and If Beale Street Could Talk. They were the nominees. And um, Black Panther won. What I loved about that was for a film made like, you know, predominantly by all these uh african-american uh people it was this really like german looking guy who was like rock me amadeus <laughs> with long hair I this like 20 that. year old guy he was german oh yeah and his uh, name was like I, uh, forgive me it his was name ludwig. was like yeah like ludwig van dugan or something <laughs> was like rock me amadeus he even had an accent it was just so funny know, to me i agree he was yeah. like as white as white can be with long hair <laughs> yeah. it looked like he walked straight out of bohemian rhapsody yeah the music from black panther was fantastic fantastic though yeah, it really I was good it. you're yeah. totally right the oscars it did win it really deserved it really did you yeah. know so Agreed. and i liked that because honestly if it had won best picture or uh, you know if it had won like an acting thing i would have been like mm, are they just yeah. giving it as a politically correct thing and i'm just saying no disrespect like michael b yeah, jordan was amazing fit. in that movie but i didn't feel like they were oscar worthy no. these they truly deserve they really did it, like when I, I especially when i looked at the competition i was like i totally see that that's yeah. that's deserving Okay, good. And then let's see what other categories were there. Just some of the main ones to talk about. Okay, good. So, of course, then we have Best Actor. Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born was nominated. Christian Bale for Vice, who was mm -hmm. like the favorite. Everyone thought he was absolutely a shoe in to win. Looks pretty good from the Yeah, previous. I mean, he's won supporting actor for The Fighter, but he's never won Best Actor. And again, he like totally transformed for this role. He gained 60 pounds to play Dick Cheney, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. He was the actual popular favorite. Mm -hmm. Like all the all the fans wanted him to win, but it was kind of almost like the underdog because right. Bale was getting all the kudos. He ended up winning, which was beautiful. And his um, speech was so sweet and yeah, heartfelt. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. Uh, he plays Vincent Van Gogh. I haven't seen that yet. I mean, I love... Willem Dafoe, so it's great to see him nominated. And then Vigo Mortensen for Green Book. Right. And I love Vigo. Um, yeah, so let's talk about Rami Malek winning. I mean, I was 
I was totally rooting for him and I was so oh, yeah. happy to see him win. Yeah. And his yeah, it was it was really sweet. He just he was really communicating how how far society has come. Right. In what kind of films we're now making, what we're uh, shining a spotlight on. You know, he made this point, which someone on, again, social media managed to make into a bad thing. I saw it the other day. You know, he goes... Shocking. uh, (laughs) He goes, you know, this was a movie about, you know, a gay man, he says, who became a singer and someone turned that into like some bad thing. Right. Like on, on some social media blog. But then all the comments were like, well... Yeah, he was gay and he was an amazing performer. And he yeah. was saying it as a good thing. Like, look, we're shining a spotlight on people that really deserved it in the arts and this and that. And it was so sweet. Yeah, and he also talked about himself, you exactly. know, because before he got Mr. Robot, you know, he was like, I was just this Greek kid. No one thought yeah. I would be a star or I'd get any major roles, you know, and he'd been acting for over a decade. Yeah. Rummy Malik. And he always gets his small supporting roles. And then he had a he big breakthrough in, uh, with Twilight. Mr. Yeah. And then he had a big breakthrough. Right. But that was kind of like a stereotypical exactly. role in exactly. Twilight. And then Mr. Robot, he gets the lead for, yeah. you know, and then he becomes a breakout star. And then he gets cast as Freddie Mercury yeah. and he wasn't the first choice. And look, now he's an Oscar-winning actor in his first nomination. Really deserved. What's Oscar. also adorable is he's now dating Lucy Boynton. I saw that. Who's the co-star. That was so yeah, cute. Yeah, from the actual movie. He gave movie. her a big sloppy kiss yeah. before he went up. Yeah, we'll see how long, long that lasts. I mean, they're young in love. I, I, I you know, I hope it it's lasts. Pretty cute. But it was adorable to see. Yeah. I like her too. She was in Sing Street she was as good. well in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. She's great. Okay, so that was the best actors, um, and then we have. Um, Best Actress. So Lady Gaga was nominated for A Star Is Born. Glenn Close was nominated for The Wife. Nobody has seen this movie, but I love Glenn Close. And she has been nominated like seven or eight times. She's great. So she was like the favorite. Everyone was like, but see, again, that would have been like, give her the honorary Oscar because she deserves it. You know, not necessarily, oh, that was the role that she really deserved to win an Oscar for. Uh, Melissa McCarthy was nominated for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Have you seen that? No, I'm very interested. We just saw it last week. Yeah, yeah, it was good. You know, I mean, it's very dramatic. It's quite charming. It's slow, but I I enjoyed it. And she was very good in it. She Mm. definitely, I mean, she's a fantastic actress. She She really is. She can do everything, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, Olivia Coleman, who was uh, nominated for the favorite so she was like the underdog and then uh yelitsa aparicio who's the the lady the young lady who plays the maid in roma she was that was kind of i'm just happy to be here nomination Um, but she was good in it um so glenn close was by far who everyone thought was going to do it and then lady gaga was kind of like the favorite and then olivia coleman really was the underdog even though people knew that as you've said, because you've seen it, she was just electrifying in the movie. Also, like, I have to just say, look, Lady Gaga was solid in the yeah. performance. But as far as actresses go, it, it wasn't like her her singing was amazing. The yeah. acting was decent. To me, it wasn't an Oscar. She did have some very raw, powerful scenes. But yeah. again, I don't have Olivia Coleman's performance to compare yet. But I've seen her in other things like like Broadchurch. Uh, and she's oh, just she's, she's so incredible. Spectacular in it. Yeah, she's so spectacular. Not just that she plays this lady who's quirky and insane, but the some of the little just the the small nuances of this character are 
just incredible. Yeah. I, to me, I, I I said it outright to everybody. I was like, she's going to win. Not even a question. Oh, you're right. She did. Yeah. She made England proud. And I mean, her acceptance speech <laughs> was my favorite was thing amazing. of the entire show. It was amazing. It was so natural yeah. and adorable and so, Everyone loved it. And ever so British. Yes, That's what so I loved British. about it. I mean, number one, she was truly shocked. Truly she shocked. She clearly didn't think she was when she even said, like, Glenn Close, you're my hero. This is not the way I wanted it to, to be. be. Yeah, and you she, know? like, teared up Yeah, at she that. was like, I'm going to go around and give everyone a, a snog. snog. Yeah. You know. And, Which is and, basically making out. Yeah, kissing. making out, giving them a kiss. And then, you know, her love for Emma and yeah. Rachel was wonderful and the director. And then also, like, you know, she's talking about her kids watching, like, well, you shouldn't be up watching but I kind of hope you are yeah. you know, you're naughty and then when they when the music came on to like get her to stop she was like <laughs> you know amazing oh. she was so charming and she made Great Britain and proud. everyone was laughing so hard I was like wow can English you know like the Americans yeah. handle this but they loved her candor well I mean if people don't know Olivia Coleman now they do now, <laughs> like she just made like millions of fans yeah people absolutely adored that they found it so charming and i'm so happy she won me she, too she totally sounds like she deserved it i need to watch that you movie really and do. i will i i will very shortly okay good so then the next category to talk about is best supporting actor so the nominees were adam driver for black klansman he was good in it hmm. i was surprised that he got nominated honestly i love adam driver but I didn't think it was a very meaty role, to be mm. honest. I was a bit surprised. Mahashala Ali for Green Book, who, of course, won. Uh, and he was the favorite. But for some reason, I, I don't know. I wasn't really rooting for him. I guess because he had already just won for Moonlight. And you haven't um, seen it. so Yeah. And then Sam Rockwell for uh, Vice, who okay. I love, who plays George Bush. Uh, Sam Elliott for A Star is Born, which, again, I thought was an odd nomination. I love Sam Elliott. He has like one raw scene in that film. Yeah. And, and, and that's he's it. not in it for long. That's what I mean. He's barely in it. And there's only one actual meaty yeah. acting scene. Yeah. The rest is just kind of exposition where he just kind of talks a bit. He's, he's, got that, he's got that one scene with Brad Cooper yeah. where they they fight that was like a it powerful was a bit, scene it, bit, bit odd, so I found that a bit odd again I feel like that was almost like a dude we owe Sam Elliott yeah. a uh, Oscar nomination because the guy's been acting for 40 50 years give him a better role to actually you know win or be what you know really deserve the nomination because I, I love Sam Elliott and then Richard E. Grant for can you ever forgive me he was my favorite I kind of knew he wasn't gonna win uh, but he was my favorite. Everyone was rooting for Mahershala Ali and he did win for Green Book. Um, and it, it sounds like it was deserving. But Richard E. Grant is one of those like British treasures mm. who has been acting for 30 or 40 years. He's been in films like With Nail and I, which is like a British classic. I don't know if you've ever no. seen it. Um, but he was also in like spice world the movie as the manager which <laughs> I, I, i'm sorry unabashedly i'm not ashamed i love that film to bits <laughs> watched it so many times and he's so british right. and, and i i i adore him so i loved seeing him in the spotlight because he's been acting for 40 years and he's never had this kind of acclaim cool. um what i also love i don't know if you followed any of the social media he was just in heaven Aww. the entire time like from the moment he got his first 
accolades and acclaim to his, uh, you know, BAFTA nomination, Golden. He he would like release these little clips on social media, just so excited, Aww. just so happy to be here. And in the Oscars, he was taking selfies with everyone. <laughs> Apparently, he's a huge fan of Barbara Streisand. So when she was up there, he was like, "Oh my God!" And not, <laughs> it was just really endearing oh, and sweet. adorable. Again, another Brit making us proud. Okay, good. So that was supporting actor category. And then let's see. I just want to go over a few other little uh, categories. All right, let's see. Um, best actress? Oh, we best just supporting. Yes. Yeah. So the uh, the next category is best supporting actress. So the nominees were Emma Stone for The Favourite, who was adorable. She kind of, I think she went, accompanied Olivia Coleman as her date or something. I don't know, but they were something sitting like next that. to each other. Uh, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, who won? I'd never even heard of this movie. I do like her, though. I love Regina yeah. King from Jerry Maguire, yeah. and I've seen her in a lot of great things. Rachel Weisz for The Favourite. Oh, she uh, was so good. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure I haven't I mean, seen they it, both but were. I love her. Uh, Marina de Tivira from Roma, who played the wife uh, in the family. She okay. was great, so I was happy to see her acknowledge. And then Amy Adams for Vice. Poor Amy Adams. It's like her seventh or eighth nomination and she's great she's great in everything but she never seems to be like the front runner that's, that's really what's funny. so odd yeah. she's got she's one of those actresses who it's just a, a matter of time yeah she will like oh, she will, like yeah. leo she will absolutely win an oscar it's just funny like she's never like in the main conversation right but she just gets nominated she's like every Adams. other year yeah, yeah it's kind of bizarre um so yeah, I, I can't comment much on Regine the King. I love her to death. Again, another I had never heard of the another African American that won. So you had best supporting actor and best supporting actress. You know, both African Americans. So I mean, really, it's it's totally. fantastic. I I do love the diversity. That's certainly not an issue anymore. And then people are talking about women. Well, that doesn't seem to be an issue anymore. No. So I don't know. I guess next it will be gay and transgender yeah. i look i Something. don't care everyone should work everyone should have an opportunity to have a platform and entertain and do things uh that make people happy and i'm Absolutely. all i'm for it all you know what i mean <laughs> i just i want movies are an escape and they also work as an escape from the reality sometimes exactly. you know what i mean so people just need to loosen up and have fun and i'm not saying they need to offend anyone but like <laughs> it's entertainment well there was that comment on that thing i was talking about by Rami Malek. This the first comment I saw was some guy posting America stop being offended by everything. It had like 400 likes. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how most of us actually feel. It it, it is ridiculous. Yeah. And unfortunately, you have the status quo. Yeah. Everyone tries to jump on the same bandwagon. I've always been a bit kind of lazy and a bit kind of Switzerland <laughs> about everything, you know. I I'm with you though. I'm I don't want to fight. Look, if something's positive support it if something's negative yeah. don't you know if it's hurtful and it actually damages and harms fine but people also have a right to their different opinions exactly. and views you know and i don't know we need to all kind of anyway i could go on a Can't tangent and i won't get along, get along you know <laughs> uh, let's watch movies together you know that's something <laughs> yeah. we can do um okay good a few more here best animated feature so ralph breaks the internet was nominated isle of dogs Mirai, which I've never heard of, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which one? I called that and one, And yeah. Incredibles 2. So 
I called that too. What's funny is I probably would have given it to Isle of Dogs because that was the most resonant for me. But um, I know how much people love Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and I really need to rewatch it. Yeah, because you didn't love it. The first half of it, I loved. Mm. And then it lost me on the last act. So I need to watch it again. It was also in the evening. It was later at night. I haven't seen any of those. Really? None of them. Not even Ralph Breaks the Internet? No, I missed it. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know that it was like the strongest competition for best animated feature, but I'm yeah. very happy for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And uh, look, it was gorgeous to look at. It yeah. was made with so much love and passion. Um, so the that's two guys great. that got up there for the win seemed adorably cute. They well, were so Chris excited. And, and Phil Lord, it's the guys who do the Lego movies. 21, oh, I didn't know that. 21 Jump Street, 22 oh, Jump Street. Awesome. They were the directors that were hired for the solo movie that uh, got fired from it. <laughs> Well, it was they, too was, much they like were adorable comedy. up there. Yeah, they were. They were adorable. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, adapted screenplay. Mm. So the nominees were Joel Cohen for The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Did you see that? It's on I Netflix. fell asleep. It's a bunch of stories, vignettes. Yeah, I, I just couldn't get into very it. Very depressing. Yeah. Some of them are quite beautiful and haunting, but very depressing. Um, Kevin Wilmot for Black Klansman, um, along with Spike Lee, who won. Um Nicole Holofcener for Can You Ever Forgive Me, Eric Roth for A Star Is Born, and Barry Jenkins for If Beale Street Could Talk. So as we said, um, Black Klansman won. I mean, the story of Black Klansman is incredible. It's an amazing story. It's based on a real book of a real African-American cop in the 60s or 70s, 70s who yeah. enrolled in in the you know the Ku Klux Klan he went undercover undercover yeah. with uh, you know Adam Driver plays the the white guy who actually met with the Ku Klux the face to face guy members yeah. as him and he did all the phone calls you know sounds like a great movie the I don't know the story is crazy it. oh it's a good film oh yeah you haven't seen it it's a good film um quite f- you know quite funny um and then a bit jarring as well um but of a course. very solid film a great return to form for Spike Lee cool because I loved his movies Didn't in like Spike the 80s. Did Spike just do Widows as well, or who was that? No, no that was a uh, no, that's Steve, Steve McQueen. McQueen. Yeah, sorry, I felt... which got completely snubbed at the Oscars. I know, I I loved it, but yeah. whatever. I still I haven't mean, seen it. Yeah, um, I will. I'll get round to it anyway. So uh, that was adapted screenplay, which went to Black Klansman, and original screenplay. You had Paul Schrader, who was nominated for First Reformed. Do you see that movie no. with Ethan Hawke? A great performance from Ethan Hawke. A lot of people feel that was one of the biggest snubs that he didn't even get nominated. I think it's because that movie was just too damn weird. What's it? It's regarding... He's a priest and Amanda Seyfried is this girl that, you know, whose husband is kind of tortured and it's a weird movie, Mm. man. It's so slow. It's very artsy. I watched it and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Ethan Hawke. If you don't know what's going it. on, that's tough. He was he was good in it. Um, I was very surprised that it, it even got nominated for screenplay. Um, but that's that. Peter Farrelly for Green Book, as we discussed, <laughs> who won. They won the Oscar for that. Great. I mean, he's just come such a long way from like Dumb and Dumber, Me, Myself so and Irene and freaking hey, Shallow Hey, those are Howl. great movies. Yeah, but they're slapstick funny movies. There's something about Mary. Look, these days getting a decent comedy is actually like few and far between in my opinion. Well, it's true. I've always said actually, and a lot of comedians say that co- comedy is harder it is. than drama sometimes. It is. Yeah. 
you know, and maybe dramatic actors scoff at that. I don't know, but yeah. I, I, I can get where they're coming from. Um, Adam McKay for Vice, Alfonso Coron for Roma, and Tony McNamara for The Favourite. Those were the uh, the script writers for original screenplay, and Peter Farrelly, as I said, won for Green Book. Cool. All right, and then um, I'll just do two more categories here that I, I feel are, are really uh, important. Uh, cinematography. Yeah, I'm glad they, you they put that because I think that's so important. Well, they almost shunned it from the show. Ridiculous. You know, to me, like, okay, I watched a movie a week or so ago uh, called Days of Heaven from uh, Terrence Malick. Have you ever seen that film? No. I watched that movie purely for the cinematography. The storyline is actually very slow. Um, it's a Richard Gere movie okay. from like the 70s, um, but it has some of the most stunning cinematography you'll ever see and it won an oscar for cinematography but like i will watch that movie pretty much just for that 2001 a space odyssey the cinematography the special effects that's what i find the most uh you know gripping when i watch it you know so to me i mean blade runner it's an art in itself yeah blade runner 2049 that cinematography elevated that movie to a whole new level agreed so to me and look every category is actually crucial because a lot of people go oh you know editing and sound yeah but these people never get highlighted they should be right and the thing is uh, directors themselves will say a film is nothing without editing yeah you know without the music but what's bizarre about cinematography is that is one that is so front and the visuals so it is so strange to me that they they pick a category like cinematography or makeup and costume design to cut out of the live yeah. performance it was just really strange anyway they didn't um and the the ones that were nominated were the favorite a star is born cold war and roma uh and roma won what's odd is the cinematography this year i don't think was and as stunning first man was nominated too no not for cinematography no Are you sure yeah yeah not they want it won for the next category oh, okay. that i'm about to talk about okay. yeah yeah so cinematography was the favorite a star is born cold war and roma those okay. were the nominees and roma won and when i look at this actually cinematography this year wasn't actually as stunning you know because usually it's big vistas and landscapes yeah. and stuff like that and actually i can kind of appreciate why roma won because it's got some incredible panning shots of like the girl just walking through the streets of Mexico and on the beach and things like that. Um, But anyway, cinematography, it's one of my absolute favorite parts of a movie. Um, Yeah. And the last one I'll cover is visual effects. And uh, the nominees for that was Christopher Robin, which I still haven't seen. I really want to watch that. You saw Christopher Robin, right? I loved Christopher You thought it was adorable. Yeah, Yeah, it It looks adorable. Sweet and the way Winnie the Pooh. Look, as a genuine Winnie, Winnie the, the Pooh, Pooh fan, that one really does it. Well, it does we are. it well. It's, I mean, our childhood, we grew up right well, near we, the hundred. We went acre to the forest. bridge last year. <laughs> yeah, but we actually grew up there as I well, know. Ashdown Forest. Which and it's they, sh- they called it the hundred acre wood in yeah. the in the book series. And yeah. they do a beautiful job of where they shoot it. Um and it's just charming. That's right. And we it went makes to the you bridge. feel like a child. We played poo sticks Actually, last where we year. went on our <laughs> hike, they show a whole scene right there yeah. last year. It was beautiful. I need to watch it. It was lovely. I, I know I'm going to love it. You have to be in like a, a Sunday afternoon, warm, fuzzy mood. You know, it's yeah. really lovely. Yeah. Avengers Infinity War, which I'm surprised didn't win. Because in terms of visuals, visuals yeah. come on. First Man, um, which won, 
which for me, I, I, I didn't really get that. Yeah. Ready Player One, which I thought was incredible, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. Um, so yeah, First Man won the visuals, uh, best yeah. visual effects. You know where that movie was hit and missed to me? Because I saw the film. It was a good film. I like Damien Chazelle as the director. I love Gosling. I love Claire Foy. Um, a, we've discussed this, that film... Whatever approach they were trying to take with it just didn't work. Did not work. It was a very somber approach. They concentrated on the sorrow of his life instead right. of the good parts. How much of a loner opinion. Neil yeah. Armstrong is, and even the horrible the moon, things that happened to right, him. Right, even the moon landing somehow they turned into this morose, somber yeah. thing. And what I didn't like about the visual effects is they tried to do something very different, where they tried to do very close up. Mm-hmm panned shots with very rickety camera yeah. motions with visual it didn't work for me i agree so i was actually no, I, I would have said infinity of... war or the um what was the last one ready player one ready player one absolutely i, I was kind of shocked it one um but then again when they the, they went up on stage they were like wow thank you for acknowledging us because we did something quite different so i remember that caught my attention because i was like yeah you really didn't it didn't work for me but right but, you know, that's cool. Um, anyway, so those are the main categories. So, again, I'm not leaving out other ones because I feel they're unimportant. I'm no. not doing that at all. But there's like 24 categories. Yeah, we'd be here for two hours. Right. I wanted to kind of highlight the main ones. Um, now, it was like 11% up on ratings. Okay. So, it, you know, it actually did do better. As I said, a lot of people, even the media who... Who cares about the media? But a lot of people are saying, actually, maybe the thing we learned was that it doesn't have to host. have a host. Yeah. Um, I think it ended a bit abruptly. Julia Roberts came up. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing that we haven't even talked about. So it's been an, a solid Oscar tradition that the best actor oh, presents yeah. best actress and the best actress present, presents best actor. And they just threw that out the window this year. That, you know? I think, was a cool tradition. Yeah, I guess it was. But then again, I didn't even notice it it's until true. now. I just realized. It's true. Um, I did think it was a bit. I mean, who else better to close it out than Julia Roberts? Right. Who, when she came up, I was just like, wow, she's oh, just she's still. So well, she's just still the epitome of a Hollywood star as yeah, well. She is. She's so classical still. She yeah. just looks absolutely phenomenal. But yeah, she so she presented Best Picture. And then she was like, that's the end of the show, guys. <laughs> you know, right. and, and it was a bit. They should have Odd. gone out maybe with a performance or something. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that they have to have a host, but I think they need to glue the segments together a bit better. I could think with that. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. Honestly, don't know if they need a host. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Especially that. Especially not uh, if it's all just must have. weird, bad jokes or political jokes or whatever. You know, Hugh Jackman, I'd have him back any day. Yeah. Well, of but, course he would. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because he can perform no he did it's a great show entertainment his is acclaimed as one of the best uh hosts in the last he's 20 an years upbeat yeah. wonderful guy and is not gonna communicate things that are stupid yeah and then there's know? james franco and anna hathaway remember that oh, that's no. known as one of the worst ones where he just like, i don't remember he came on stage in a dress and they were both stoned or he oh, was stoned no. and they was were that just like four years ago or something? no it's like a decade uh, ago but they were so deadpan it was oh, it was no. just awful that was the one where you just didn't need a host i don't think i watched you know? it yeah but anything else you want to comment about the oscars i mean overall it was it wasn't great but it was better it was fun you know yeah. it was okay it was definitely um 
elevated to me enough that I'll now watch next year yeah. and be like, okay, maybe we're reviving the Oscars a little to be back to what they should be. Yeah. And I like that they did a montage on all the movies mm -hmm. that came out that year, not just the Oscar film. So me I don't know too. if you noticed that did. they did a few minute montage of all the releases yeah. to kind of give them a bit of a spotlight in memoriam. Yeah. They did as well, which was kind of, Okay, I mean, sure. also, I hate to say it, I just didn't know most of those people. No, which was honest. I mean, I'm not saying I mean, it's like a good, good thing. that we didn't have big names. And a lot of them died. seemed like they died of old age as opposed right. to the dreadful year we had before with oh, yeah, like all the overdoses years ago when, like, and suicides. Everyone we loved died. I know. There was like Burt Reynolds, Albert Finney. Yeah. There were a few, but you're right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was a solid show. Um, it was It was kind of odd and strange with the new format but it really didn't matter and i think what helped was there was a good diverse mix of films agreed um and really and it's odd because still the media tried to find ways to shit all over it but like this year i mean you had a lot of women you had yeah. a lot of african americans you had asians you had, you had you know, everybody cra crazy rich asians was a huge film this year yeah. you know and so, the performances were good yeah they, they were you know? Yeah, I were. thought they were pretty good. Well, Jennifer Hudson was very off-pitch. Mm, I didn't lot, actually really fully hear that a one. A lot of media gave her a shit on that. And I remember Danny, my wife, when we were watching it, she was like, ooh, she's really singing off-key. And I couldn't put my finger yeah, on it because I, I still think she has an incredible voice. Yeah. But there was something a bit off-kilter about it. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, honestly, again, I don't even remember the others, the cowboy people. And the cowboy <laughs> people. Tony, gosh. All right. Well, that's our 2019 Oscar recap. And uh, th let's see how it goes next year. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see if they'll bring back the format with a host and everything or if they'll just go, you know what, we're onto something and yeah. just kind of mix it up. And in that note, I mean, uh, there's plenty of good movies this year coming out. I hope we have lots more to be excited about next year. Well, this year, I mean, we've already kind of recapped it, but there's so many remakes and <laughs> stuff like that. This is true. Which there's I'm also, a couple in there, Well, I'm though. a sucker for those, but I don't really know the front runners yet for the oscars no. for next year i actually have no clue hmm. so that will be exciting to kind of see as it unfolds yeah okay my dear well that's it good night everyone good night see you next time Thanks so much for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. As always, please remember to rate and review us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Share the podcast with your friends and also support our great sponsor, Great Oral Health. They are awesome. They love us. We love them in return. And a great way to show your support for us is to support them as well. So don't forget to do that. And we will see you in two weeks. Bye-bye.